This is a podcast from BFM 89.9, The Business Station. Everyone's a Critic on BFM 89.9. Hello, you're listening to Everyone's a Critic. I'm Sharmila Ganesan and today we're doing an interview. Um, I have with me Rajinder Singh, whose exhibition Saffron Songs has just opened at Wailing Gallery. And uh, that's happening till the 10th of September. Uh, welcome to the show, Rajinder. <laughs> Thank you for having me. So I think the title of the exhibition gives a little bit of a clue. So that's where I'm going to start off. Um, sound plays a very important role in the show. Could you explain its connection to the works? Well, the connection to the work is just like sound, both intense and ephemeral, as in, as in there is a each work is closely associated with a particular sound that was listening to what's resonant within the cavity of my studio. And also the ephemeral nature of sound, uh, the way I think of sound, I think every sound carries with it uh, the history and culture, all of history and culture, and that itself it's an important quality within sound that I, I that I, that I that I have within the show. Right. So, so you've drawn on Punjabi folk songs for as the inspiration for this, at least. Um, but then, that's not. I mean, it may sound like a literal idea, but I, I don't think that's necessarily quite it either. So, I was curious to hear you explain where that connection is. Right now. The, the, I started working on this several years ago, I think about three years ago, and I discovered that I, I, I have a long dead grandfather who I never met, and the last living relative that knew him, his daughter, uh, is getting old, and I thought I'll start archiving, documenting his life, and, 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 and the life of my family in general. So. So over a period of a year or so, we must have had a hundred calls, hundred Zoom calls. So, and a lot of the interviews were conducted in Punjabi. Uh, thankfully, I read and write it so I could understand it. And, and it, it occurred to me how, how this material of the sonic element of our conversation, the sounds, Connected with me in some way, transported me in some way, and 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 how the 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 the, the vibrations, the echo, the rhythmic nature of the Punjabi sound brought with it this just this whole history and culture that uh, that I grew up with, and 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 also in London. I mean. I, you know, talking to my aunt uh, over a period of a year with, through, through a virtual platform, listening to her, having the sounds emanate out of the screen, connecting us, connected us, you know, uh, connected our bodies. Because, you know, sound does that. It opens up the space and allows for this intensity of connection. At the same time, opening up this whole, a funeral nature of our 
existing in this world, right? So, and I, in London, doing this in London, it also occurred to me how sound um, opened up new ways of knowing the world, you know? And it, it also allowed for this, the intensity of diversity, it allowed for the unfamiliarity. This, the sounds were very different from my day-to-day -day life in, in, in London, you know, and, 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 and so it, all that through sound. So what that happened, uh, so I started working on the sonic nature of, 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 my, of my, my project. I call it Saffron Sonics, a selected set of sounds to work with and allow that to kind of influence me as I work through this exhibition. And then I commissioned a song uh, uh, written, composed and sang by my aunt. Uh, thankfully, she does all that. Uh, and and um, around the life of my grandfather, it was kind of a pioneer to my grandfather, but, but it wasn't, the, the lyrics themselves weren't as important to me as the sounds and the way it was sung. It was, it was a low beat, uh, a folk song, a disappearing art. Um, and it was a song in the style of uh, tapa, uh, boli, you know, um, that allowed me to um, investigate sound further within, within the context of my exhibition. So Saffron Sonics, I called it uh, Saffron Sonics. That's really interesting to me uh, in the context of the, the works or the paintings themselves, because the art really does almost two opposite things, because on the one hand, there are these figurative scenes from the past, usually um, battles or conflict, it looks like. And then in contrast, there are these abstract, repetitive, almost meditative patterns. Could you explain how these two came together for you, particularly within the context of, um, well, well, you mentioned drawing on this sort of stories of your grandfather, but also culture, the sound and so on? Brilliant. Yes. Good question. Now, we've always known auditory, oral, resonances, materiality, and it allows, allows us, it transports us, isn't it? I mean, we use it in meditation. Uh, religions across the world use it in different ways. Now, I, what, I, what I did was I, I asked myself the question, what sound, what particular sound represents my culture, my history. And, you know, I, 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 I gravitated towards a set of sounds, a lot of them, you know, in the way that the Punjabis express themselves. It doesn't necessarily need, need to be a, a word or a language or a letter. It could be the way that we release air to our through our teeth, for instance, or, uh, or the way they, they, they um, just gesture orally, you know what I mean? And so that was a sound then I selected for each, each painting uh, or each diptych uh, that I have in this exhibition. 
and I played that instrument. So, and that was the basis in which I worked on the marks in the canvas, right? But the, that is then separated by this gap and there's a, a figurative uh, painting within the diptych. Now, what that sound does, and I'm, uh, for me at least, it, it transports me back to the time of my grandfather, to 1950s Malaya. He was, he, he arrived in Malaysia in 1915, when he was 15 years old, he worked as a policeman throughout his life. And he, you know, he, he lived through two wars, through the colonization of Malaya by the English and the Japanese, and then, um, and then through the uh, communist emergency. Um, he was an amazing man. One thing that he did do was within all this conflict and colonization, violence and suffering, that was going on around him, he carved himself a space. And that comes off very strongly through the stories that I've been told about him, you know, hundreds of hours of conversations I've had. And that space that he carved for himself, a space of refusal, as I call it a space of refusal, refusal was a, 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 he, he sat on his little manji, call it a manji, like a little small bed in a uh, under a veranda in his house, had a, uh, you know, had tea served to him, and he had surrounded himself with family. It was a space where he got away from everything around. I, I, I want to tap onto that space, bring it to the present day, you know, and I want to tap onto that space, bring it to present day to go to this idea of active citizenship. You know, I believe that that is a form of activism, you know, to, to be able to, to refuse what everything around you is telling you to do, to be able to say, for instance, I am happy with the way I am in this moment with my family, you know, that, that uh, I am grateful for being alive. That in my, in some ways is, Activism and I, and sound itself to me um, is a, a perfect model uh, uh, in to 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 occupy and to understand the multiple perspectives of our of, of modern day living. You know, it allows you to be present, intensely present, open up spaces to be for bodies to meet, connect, but also allows for this ephemeral, overarching idea of who we are, what we are, and how we want to live this, this life, right? So the, so the figurative, uh, figurative part of the trip, of the diptychs, is a, a kind of a caricature of, uh, of, of what I grew up with uh, as a Sikh boy. Uh, and a lot of Sikhs will testify to this, you know, what was this paintings, in, in my living, in our living room in Ipoh, we, we had four or five of these. These were like prints uh, uh, made by artisans uh, about 
the how the Sikh warriors and Sikh gurus, you know, they had to fight for their freedom, fight for the right to live, fight for the right for, to to exercise the the religion that they wanted to be. You know, we have a bloody history, and they were rendered in a certain way. They were painted in a certain way. And to me, and I I postulate this in my in my exhibition that they were are they are based around a 16th century, 17th century. Um, Baroque style paintings. So in some ways, and my larger project throughout my art practice is about this idea of decolonization, how we need to self-reflect to decolonize ourselves. And that our visual imagery, the imagery that I was brought up with, had been colonized, you know, that it had come from the, you know, uh, the way paintings were painted in those days uh, by the Baroque artists like Peter Paul Rubin and stuff like that. And, 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 and the way the bodies are shown within these paintings, the way the gestures, movements within them. So these, 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 these depicts, these, the, the figurative part of the depicts, uh, at least the figurative parts is depicting, um, are painted with um, a lot of movement. So I had to learn how to paint really well. So I had to, I had to, I had to understand the medium really well. I did that for over several years. It was very, very difficult. And then I had to break it to learn how to paint quickly, movement. There's a lot of movement, there's a lot of, a lot of violence and, 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 and emotion that come up to the So you have to stand in front of them and look at the way they're painted. So, uh, you know, so I'm referring to many different things within this exhibition, to sound, the way we, our sounds are colonized, the way our visual imagery is colonized. And this is part of much of this project is about self-reflection and about active citizenship, it's about decolonization, you know. I'm speaking with artist Rajinder Singh about his latest exhibition, Saffron Songs, that's happening at Wailing Gallery till the 10th of September. Uh, for more information, you can visit wailing-gallery.com. We'll be back after this for more with Rajinder, so keep it here on Everyone's a Critic, BFM 89.9. Best Flipping Moments, BFM 89.9, The Business Station. Welcome back. You're listening to Everyone's a Critic with Sharmila. And I have with me today artist Rajinder Singh, who just opened his latest exhibition at Wailing Gallery. It's called Saffron Songs. It's on until the 10th of September. Rajinder, before the break, you talked about actually a, a lot of the stuff that I was I wanted to ask you about this idea of decolonization, the idea of reclaiming stories. Um, but what I wanted to touch on was this is both a story that is personal as well as I feel has a larger resonance. What do you think might be the entry point into the works for an audience that may not come from a similar cultural background? Good question. Yes. Um, now, so none of this exhibition, nothing in this exhibition is uh, that is specifically, particularly Punjabi or Sikh. In fact, you'll be hard pressed to find anything here that would uh, indicate that it is a particularly Punjabi or particularly Sikh, uh, particularly Sikh uh, uh, in nature, you know, except for my name <laughs> at the start. Uh, 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 and is that intentional? No. Um, 
I'm I'm neither a practicing Sikh anymore. It's part. It's what what I was born into. It. And none of these is a reflection on the religion or anything. So, uh, or it's just it's quite personal in the way that I mind uh, my you know my history for stories that would uh, help me with this show. And and that that is still almost inconsequential to to the work, as in the underlying themes are one that I think uh, pertain to many of us. Right, it's the way that we need to know what is that, what are the forces that are acting upon us, what are the forces that are shaping us, you know, that are that are uh, sh- shaping our space and our shape, you know? Uh, and, and so uh, I am, I'm asking you about um, the influences of uh, the forces of love by capitalism, uh, like uh, our long date old masters, you know? <laughs> How much of what we do has been imposed upon us. So I think, if you come into this exhibition, keep yourself open. Allow yourself a moment in front of the paintings. Um, allow yourself to think about sound, the nature of sound. Um, I think, you know, there could be something that you might be able to come away from the show. We have just a couple of minutes left, unfortunately, Uh, but this connection to your grandfather, um, you know, I followed your work for a while. It's something you've explored before in in multiple ways. How has this evolved with these works? I mean, has it taken you in a different direction than before? Well, uh, as an artist, as a person, I'm I'm bored really easily, so I, I move quite a lot. Uh, I had somebody here that commented that um, this is uh, uh, very different from anything I've done in the past. And, and, and it's true, and I, I, and I liked that comment. I, I hope that I'm always moving forward and always learning something new. And as an artist, I can, <laughs> you know? So these, 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 it, this, this show is very painterly. And uh, I had to learn the medium, spend years learning the medium. I had to learn, the, learn how to mix colors, learn how to uh, play with shapes and gestures, movement. I had to learn about the rhythms. I had to solve problems on campus. And, 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 I, and just spending several years working towards exhibition. I, I only, my last show was, was only, uh, was six years ago, uh, seven years ago. Um, so, you know, it's been a while since our last show and it, I've had time to create this show, you know? So my story is my grandfather, the, the research that went behind sound, there's a lot of research that went into this. And then the, the amount of time I spent just working, solving problem canvas, has brought about this. Rajinder, thank you for speaking with us today. My pleasure. Thank you for having me.
I've been speaking with artist Rajinder Singh, who, um, well, as he said, has opened his first exhibition in about six years in Malaysia. Um, it's called Saffron Songs. It's running till the 10th of September at Wailing Gallery. For more information, you can look up wailing-gallery.com or their social media channels. Um, and let us know, is this something you're planning to check out? You can WhatsApp 018-789-8899, tweet us at BFM Radio. been listening to a podcast from BFM 89.9, The Business Station. For more stories of the same kind, download the BFM app.